Hey, piss pigs, ballers, pay pigs, everybody out there. I, I think you know today's a really important day. When you're hearing this this morning, you know, it's, it's important. It's a, it's a historic day. It could shape the way that, you know, the rest of our lives could play out, you know. And um, I know a lot of us wanted somebody else to be in this position, but we have who we have. And, uh, you know, I don't want to tell you what to do. But, I mean, especially if you live in a place like Ohio or Florida or Georgia, I know a lot of you are there. I think you need to at least consider joining me in wishing Valve co-founder Gabe Newell a happy birthday. Find the strength, it's a sword of power, sword of power, dragon and earth, soaring through the sky, spread your wings. What? <laughs> it's Gabe's birthday. It's y'all. Gabe's birthday, everybody. It's a, it's once a year. You know, you don't get many chances to wish Gabe a happy birthday. Who's and I Gabe? Just, Gabe, Lord Gaben, <laughs> the epic Dota man. Every four years, we vote on whether he gets older, and he always does. He always does. Who's Gabe? And we stay the same age. <laughs> And that's kind of the agreement we've worked out with him. <laughs> I freaking love Dota. We should have a Dota podcast. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? Why, Katie, it's only the most wonderful day of the year. Okay. Valve co-founder Gabe Newell's birthday. <laughs> You're still, it's like another language to me. <laughs> Katie, you ever uh, you ever visited reddit.com? Reddit.com? I've, I've, I read Twitter screen caps of Am I the Asshole? Well, you know how sometimes it's your cake day? <laughs> <laughs> you know how sometimes you want to thank a kind stranger for the Reddit silver? What? It's like that, but for Lord Gaben. You know how sometimes you got to edit your post <laughs> and you got to say, wow, didn't think my biggest post ever would be about uh, when water splashes up on your butt when you poop? What? Oh, but here I am. I'm very into this new character we've unearthed of guy explaining what a birthday is by cake days. <laughs> it's your IRL cake day, of course. You know how uh, you can get banned by moderators? It's the opposite feeling of that, good sir. <laughs> anyway, Katie, you'll be happy to know that the original uh, draft of this bit was it was going to be Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> That is a is better it also Dolph Lundgren's birthday? It is, yeah, and Colin Kaepernick. I would have is not a better joke. Charles I, Bronson. I love Gabe Newell is the most relevant figure. It was going to be the, of the it, year, especially probably. because I needed to use he/him pronouns because I could have done Roseanne Barr or Kendall Jenner. I mean, with the thriving success of the uh, Dota entry into the auto chess genre with Dota Underlords, which we're all still playing, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, of course. 
There's never been a name more rolling off of Americans' tongues than the Gabe Newell. Gabe Newell, who is, of course, uh, still hanging out in New Zealand and uh, just is uh, saying he's going to launch a garden gnome into space for charity. Oh, Gaben! Epic (laughs) Gaben! There's like a whole like section of gaming and like gaming, gaming personalities i am just gaming completely ignorant to and i i don't wish to know anything about i'm perfectly <laughs> happy just not knowing about it hey guys welcome to our anime podcast <laughs> hey welcome everybody to another exciting episode of balling out gabe's birthday edition I am your host, Jeremy Hammond, and with me as always are my co-hosts, Katie Rose Leon. Hi! <laughs> and Alex Patak. I'm Nakes, the life stealer. I play jungle and sometimes solo lane. Just kidding, everyone. It's me, Alex. Wow. Uh, welcome, everybody. And I think we can all agree there is uh, nothing happening today. No. Clear skies. Nope. Uh, open future can't lose. Friday night lights. Yeah, the shoot for my job was canceled for some reason. So I have no reason I can think of. Uh, <laughs> get so- out there and celebrate Gabe's birthday. <laughs> so I'm free as a bird to scroll through my phone and 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 be on the computer just like i wanted yeah dude just spend the whole day refreshing 538 for updates on gabe newell's birthday (laughs) (laughs) oh looks like it's still on (laughs) 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 what kind of cake are they getting in pennsylvania it all comes down to pennsylvania for gabe The the thing is, there are gamers everywhere in all 50 states and United Territories, and they all celebrate him in a different way Mm -hmm. every time. Yeah, and some of them, um, you know, some of them will will wish him a happy birthday and he'll never hear it. And then some of them will wish him a happy birthday and he'll hear it louder than anyone's ever heard happy birthday before. Than anyone's ever heard it before. So loud, it Pops the drums of the years. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes you have to look at these varying levels of saying happy birthday to Gabe Newell, and you have to wonder to yourself, like, are we actually kind of developing our own apartheid state in a way? Right. Or is it, you know, is this the future Gabe wants to move forward with? <laughs> <laughs> I hate that he picks the theme of his birthday. Not everyone does that, but he does it. Yeah. He's into design. <laughs> What's your favorite Valve game? Let's go around the horn. It was um, what do you call it? it was uh, Half Life Two? No, Team Fortress. Ooh, I was a big, big, big time Team Fortress player in college. I suspected you to be with Half Life Two because you have glasses and the guy has glasses. Mm. You'd think that, yes, uh, but no. I was a and big. You got to stick together. You know, a big TF Two guy. Did you guys far. play? Did you guys play Team Fortress? Oh, I played a lot of Team Fortress. Who who is your who are your guys? Uh, I was a scout. Yeah, me too. Yeah, because we're scamps. Ha-ha. We're little scamps, and we Ha-ha. love that you can get the flag right away. Uh-huh. It's really I, easy. <laughs> yeah, and I keep baseball bats in my house for the impending race war. 
that will happen, of course, due to Gabe Newell's birthday. Yeah. <laughs> if he goes with that one theme for it. <laughs> I don't know anything about Valve. They made that? I had no idea. Yeah, they made that. They made Half-Life 2. They made uh, Defense of the Ancients. They made... Uh, did they did make they Portal? Do a Portal? I'm pretty sure they did Portal, yeah. Did they do Portal? I thought Portal was an independent studio. I think it was an independent like imprint within Valve. Ugh. I'm looking it up. Um, I'm it looking it up because I think they Portal, came in the same box. 2000 they well the orange box. Right. You know, we've had an orange president these last 4 years. Not enough people talking about the orange box anymore. It's true, what? yeah. <laughs> But uh, Portal <laughs> came in the orange box. Yes. And that was well, Valve, along right? with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it came with Team Fortress and it came with Half-Life. And I think that was what was in the box. And, right. You know, famously, some movies, they're left asking, what's in the box? It's Portal. It's Half-Life 2. <laughs> it's Team Fortress. And so... Uh, it had all the charm of the indie titles you know and love, but also right. with the level of polish people have come to expect from the fine the fine folks over at Valve. And um, it should definitely be counted in top Valve games. Yeah. I loved Portal so much, and I hated Portal 2. Oh, here's an interesting angle. Uh, I'm on the Valve wiki. Mm-hmm. Me <laughs> too. My homepage. And... <laughs> It says here the founders are Gabe Newell, but also Mike Harrington, which is also the name of the founder of the Democratic Socialists of America. So I wonder what kind of split there was there in kind of party doctrine. Yeah, you got to wonder. And uh, whether Gabe's accelerationist tendencies will lead us to a more pressing future, but also one that confronts the world around it. Well, what you have to think about is, is Gabe Newell maybe like a, uh, he's like a Maoist of some type. You know, he's into like this accelerationist sort of mindset. He's, like a and that's Ma- why- he's been called a Maoist of code. But that's why they named it Valve, right? Is because the two of them are constantly discussing like how much to let the pressure out to, to find ideal, you know, uh, conditions to build global communism. Right, who's going to uh, uh, operate the valve on the pressure of the first world into the liberated third world? Exactly, yes. I've heard we're killing all landlords in New York. Did you guys read that? <laughs> I did see that, yeah. Fantastic headline. That's Wish so it was weird true. That, like, that's not on the ballot, but we're doing that. Wait, <laughs> wait. Only in America. What? Please, context, boys. There I'm was a headline New York in the, was it the Post? Yeah, New York Post editorial page. Uh, released an article saying New York is killing all of their landlords. God, I wish. Uh, <laughs> what a dream. And I didn't read it, but I oh, did buy Fox a gun. Fox Business. Fox Business oh, Fox headline, business? New York is about to kill a whole lot of landlords. Here's the thing. I wish we lived in the radical say, left dystopia that Fox thinks we do. Like, I know. Even I thought you were going to say China 1946. <laughs> <laughs> that too. <laughs> like In many every, ways, kind of the same. Every time, that, like when we got declared an anarchist zone and uh, yeah, and when uh, 
you know, this article. I'm like, yeah, I would love to live in the anarchy zone with all these dead landlords. But guess what? I uh, can't buy groceries until my fucking paycheck goes through tomorrow. So I ate candy for dinner. Ooh, Did you eat candy for dinner? I sure did. There's so much candy here. New segment. Katie's Candy Corner. Hi. I got gummy bears. I got those Ferrero Rocher chocolates. Ooh, I got gummy that's fancy. Frogs. I don't know, you know. These what? are exotic candies. Well, gummy bears are good because gummy bears will actually take up space. You'll as yeah. uh, take it from somebody who's spent a lot of time uh, eating some candy as dinner. <laughs> Um, gummies. <laughs> what is this whole section of the show where you guys are just munching candy for dinner? All no, the time? Uh, I don't anymore. But I mean, during my during like what would be known as the catnip years, there were a as lot of times where a you know a one dollar bag of gummy bears would be dinner. Um, catnip like candy for cats. Many have said. <laughs> many many have said this. Yes, but anyway, uh, <laughs> folks at home, this is this is valuable you know advice for you as well. If you're ever needing to you know to find yourself eating candy for dinner. Uh, gelatin-based candies are going to give you the most bang for your buck. That makes sense because they take up more space. Mm-hmm. And they're, okay. made of, they're made of an animal product. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's so true. I want to chime in that Katie is eating the candies that listeners in the middle of the country assume people in New York eat. Like for Rochers. I yeah, did, Ferrera okay, Rochers. I did, I did not buy <laughs> Only them. designer candies. <laughs> They're not like... Ferrera Rocher has the illusion of being fancy candy. Yeah, but it's definitely buy, dirt This candy. was definitely bought at Costco, so like, don't get it twisted. I, can't t- I don't know what it is. I'm picturing like Chanel, but for candy. No, it's it's like, you know, it's it's a little gold ball. You've definitely gotten that as like a fuck you gift from an employer before. <laughs> yeah, hey, fuck you. Here's some candy. Like, they couldn't like. <laughs> I well, have to give like, these out. They couldn't shell out for the lint truffles, so they got this. Is kind of like what it is. Oh wait, I do know what we're talking about. Ferrara Rochers. Yes, yes. The Bagger Vance of, of the candy world. Hmm. <laughs> well, I've been eating food. Me too. Me too. Just regular oh, run of the mill food. Way to but... fucking brag, you two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been drinking coffee. That's what I've been doing a lot of. Oh yeah, up late nights checking these polls, seeing how mm-hmm. Gabe's doing. Refreshing. Five thirty eight. Gotta know how he's doing. Yeah, uh, watching those of videos of the Gabe trucks running the Gabe bus off the road. <laughs> Why can't they just get along? Why can't That's they all just get along and agree that we're just all happy that it's Gabe's birthday? We're just happy it's Gabe's birthday. Doesn't matter a lot how of tension running high out there, I will say. It's affecting the posting sphere. Yeah. Well, you know, I was really glad that my job in which I film news about the metal world knew that my safety was at, at risk uh, doing mundane metal news when it's Gabe's birthday and I should be posting about <laughs> gaming and gaming related facts. And I'm like, my hosts simply don't have the worldview and insight to be talking about Gabe's birthday on actual Gabe's birthday. So maybe... Katie, it'll be one thing if you're going to cover I Am Alive, the song from the hit game Portal, but <laughs> any metal is going to be wildly off topic for Gabe's birthday. I Am Alive? <laughs> Yeah, I, I believe it's, that's it's, what it's called. Yeah, unless I'm thinking of the Pearl Jam song. No, no, no. I think it's called that. There's this. I know the song at the end. That's like the um, 
still alive. Sorry, everyone. Sorry, Gabe heads. I've done it again. I put my foot in my mouth and I called the hit song Still Alive. I'm still alive. Huge faux pas. Can't believe they caught me on mic for that one. Well, why would Happy birthday, Gabe? You gotta be wondering why would the why would the robot lady be singing I am still alive? Would you like the cake? I'm trying to put happy birthday Gabe into Pearl Jam's I'm Still Alive and it's not working, so. Ah, happy birthday Gabe! Yeah, yeah, Oh, happy birthday Gabe! Out of so many great games. I just want to pivot our whole podcast to invitations of Eddie Vedder. <laughs> just, this is like our uh, yeah. Looking at the data, that does seem to be where the money is right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you do market research and, and you kind of uncover these really valuable insights. Yeah. Yeah, just kind of, I got off the, the horn with polling and... Uh, <laughs> Getting back on it, looking at the numbers right now, not good. Then going over and looking at um, uh, uh, Pod Jam, the hit Eddie Vedder podcast, just soaring through the roof with a brand new uh, show. And I'm thinking, why don't we have some of the cake they're having? Cake day? On our cake day. Well, on our I'm, cake you day, know, on our IRL cake day. The cake is a lie. The cake is a lie. You have to remember this, of course. Oh my the cake god! Is a lie. When before I got rid of my online dating profile, some person tried to say that to me, and I had to I had to like Google what it meant. Well, it <laughs> is so old. It's, it's such an lie. old game now. <laughs> Could you love this old soul? It's barely ex- it's uh-huh. barely acceptable that we're riffing about it right now. <laughs> right, the government People doesn't have it in want their, like, us dating to be doing profile this. and shit. Jesus Christ! Yeah, I was like wrong tree glasses, but you know what? Good luck to you. Well, it's like, yes. but it's, even if it was the right tree, it would be such a dated reference. It's like the people who are. It's the people who heard about like Robert Pattinson being Batman, and they're like, "Oh, what's he gonna sparkle?" He's going to be a sparkly <laughs> Batman. The thing is... Katie's coming at him. Katie on her Paul Pot shit for this population of glasses. But here's the thing. As someone who dabbles in polyamory, I feel like it. I have to accept some of these things. Like, when I get a really bad one, I'm like, well, I'm choosing to be here. So <laughs> I have to mm. suffer through it sometimes. <laughs> My magic backfires once again. Sounded Thus like is toast. the risk of <laughs> toiling with trouble. Coo 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 coo. Katie, any like magic news from your love life? Uh, and by magic, so, I mean from the world of magic. He brought all this candy over. <laughs> but, um, magic. <laughs> I don't. He brought any- you the Ferrara Rochelles. But I don't. You like? I don't know anything of like. Like, do you mean like? <laughs> does he like do tricks around you? Like, is he like showing you like? There has he, like, been... making stuff disappear and whatever. There, ha- <laughs> God, I hate this. There has been tricks. Um... <laughs> <laughs> There's not gonna not be tricks. There's not gonna not be tricks. You don't you don't become a magician and not do tricks when you're hanging out. <laughs> By the way, if you're just listening and you haven't been behind the paywall following the tales of uh, Katie's love life. The she has been dating the tricks rabbit, 
And so we're just now following up on it. And I, you know, it's really hard for me because he's been clean of tricks for so long. Yeah. After we explained wholeheartedly that tricks are explicitly for kids. Yeah. Uh, For children. He was doing really well, but, you know, quarantine's been hard for a lot of people. Dude, and this election, too, and, like, all these guys, like, Jack Posobiec fucking leaking these pictures of him eating tricks. And, like, Hanging out with kids. Zoom meetings aren't, like, the same as the in-person meetings. So, you know, I've just tried to be patient and breathe through it. It's like they're begging for him to relapse. When he does a trick, is it like he's blowing off steam, or is it the one moment he's really alive? Neither. (laughs) 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 What the fuck are you talking about? I see. Well, I do wonder that, though, in some ways, like, is it like, uh, when you're a magician, do you think that you're, like, when you're pissed off and you gotta, like, take it out on something, you, like, do a trick? Yeah, you take your thumb and like move the same way that like a guitarist, like a guitarist comes home or like a drummer, uh, you know, comes yeah. home and like bangs the drums for a he bit. Is and... Like a fidget spinner type Pokemon, but uh-huh. uh, I think it's more <laughs> a term we're all familiar with. Well, you know, like just like a fidgety person, right? Um, of course. If he's in an uncomfortable social situation, I feel like uh, he'll start making coins disappear. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sure. In the nightmare scenario where we're allowed out of quarantine and then we have to go to Jeremy's for a party and Alec is blackout drunk and bullying him. Yes, there will be (laughs) him. It's like my it's been a blessing this happened during this time in quarantine because like the idea of this poor man meeting like like Max is just like I know you're afraid that we'll bully him. We just want to celebrate his virility. I feel like, Alex, you would bully him at first and then get really into it. I feel like certain others of our acquaintances would not be as kind. <laughs> like, I don't feel like that bully anybody. Talking about me? <laughs> no, 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 no. We're not no, going to no. name who would <laughs> no, be less kind. No, no, I mean, other people I who aren't Alex. <laughs> no. Actually, you're right, Alex. You don't bully anyone. You're very friendly. Uh, it's really... I believe in magic, baby. It's That's me and you. Yeah. <laughs> That's a line I've been using. Honestly, it would just be Max. (laughs) (laughs) We all have that one friend you can't leave around a magician because their hate will come to the surface. I don't know, man. It's like comedians are also mentally ill, so it's just like two behemoths of social problem words going up against each other. Absolutely. Mm. Mm. That's so true. Just get out there and vote, you know, for how Gabe's going to spend his birthday. Vote for, oh, yeah, I've been trying to think of a draft today about how we're voting on whether to still like Glenn Greenwald or not. Can't really Are wrap my mind around this? it. Just a lot of people. It's funny that like 99% of the internet now, right now is people melting down about this Gabe-based election, but then... Uh, there is one percent still posting about like I'm still mad at Glenn Greenwald. Well, I'm not mad at him. Well, I think <laughs> you should be. And they're side by side next to each other, so you can read them. What What did Glenn Greenwald do? Yeah, I don't. I'm I not don't, going to explain it to you if you're not already reading it. I it's don't. Know a waste what of your time. I literally don't <laughs> know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm using a different Twitter than the rest of us. Clearly. 
Because all anybody's level Twitter, all anyone's talking about on my Twitter is trains. Choo choo! Oh, you got a Biden Twitter going? Yeah, yeah, I got a Biden <laughs> Twitter going. Yeah, I'm honestly, fo- who am I following? Amtrak execs, dude. Someone pointed it out to me today that it's like it, it on paper. Biden is a fantastic candidate for the Jeremy demographic. He wants to expand Amtrak and unite Ireland. Like those are two big things about him. But the. Are they the big things? I haven't heard him mention either of those things this entire year. He's big on Amtrak. He's very, very big on Amtrak. He's very quiet on Ireland. He's he's pretty cl- but- distinctly said to Boris Johnson that uh, he doesn't want. He's not explicitly saying he wants to unite Ireland, but he well, is I mean, saying the thing he is, is saying too that, about he's saying that, quiet that, on they, Ireland. that we will do no trade with the UK if they keep a hard border uh, between Ireland and Northern Ireland. That's what's up for sure. <laughs> But I just think that also if you're being quiet about Ireland, are you being quiet or are you being clandestine because Mm. you've been operating as a volunteer? That's a good question. Where's the line for that? Hmm. He's also Catholic, which is, you know. Pretty huge for us. Pretty huge for us, yeah. (laughs) There's only been one other one. (laughs) It's true. And they killed him. And they they killed him. him. They took him away. They saw what he was up to and uh, how he was forwarding the work of the church and they struck him down. You know what he's never going to get, though, is an Italian Catholic. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, that'd be the like, last unicorn. hey, instead of, you know, giving stipends for COVID, how about we send everyone some soap aside? <laughs> <laughs> America is never going to be ready for its first WAP president. <laughs> oh, I'm ready. Oh, Jeremy. He can the Jeremy say it. problem word back again, everybody. <laughs> Look at it. Look have... ignorance in the face. It's here in your podcasts, in your schools. I'm so glad I don't have to feel bad for calling your baby's name a take home name. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> I have Italian friends, you know. Yeah, it's us. <laughs> I don't have to sit here. <laughs> it's, we and are your you Italian friends. These beautiful boot shaped people it's a it's a beautiful colorful culture you know it's very vivid and and uh full of life is that a slur about italians that they're shaped like boots like they're from the boot and they're yeah and they're all shaped like a boot we no. can make it one you we can, can make it on one but i don't know how down, you would boot, right side up boot you know what they look like <laughs> Are you saying the nose is the toe of the boot? Is that what you're getting at? Well, you can have a long head or a big ass, I guess, and that would be a boot. Yeah. Um, A gash, kind of. That's kind of, that's closest to a boot people get. I think you were, I think you were probably right. It's an upside down boot that you look like. Yeah, you look like an upside down boot. Because your no, because Italian noses are, are famously large. Oh, yeah. Dimitri Martin. Isn't Dimitri Martin? I think I he's he Greek. Greek. Yeah. His name is Dimitri. <laughs> That's my big going off point there. <laughs> and I know he, he's no Gabe Newell, but I do think our listeners will know who we're talking about. I think they'll know who we're talking about. Um, yep. How are we this on one's, time? This one's one for the books. Yeah. Are we ready to talk about the episode? Tensions are high. Um you know what? I think we can do it. I think we can start. We can start the discourse. Oh, are we doing an ad? Katie, why don't you do an ad? Oh. Katie, why don't you do an ad for? 
Oh, let me put my little sequin vest on and my top hat, because it's time for the show. That's just wonderful. My name is Catherine Rose Leon, and I am America's sweetheart and star of screen and the podcast Ball It Out Super. I ate candy for dinner, so why don't you consider joining our Patreon for $5 a month? You get a whole other show. We've been watching G Gundam. Gee, it's a Gundam show that's super racist. Beep, beep. Just fantastic. Great. I, I, I mean, the producers and I were watching you backstage, and we all agreed she's got the stuff. <laughs> wow. How's that sound? I can't wait to be in the pictures. How's that sound? You'll you stick around. You got a bright future ahead of you, kiddo. <laughs> Golly gee, and I'm only thirty-two years old. <laughs> <laughs> Young buck like yourself. You're gonna be around for some time. Well, who wants to recap Dragon Ball Z Kai episode thirty-nine? Ooh, I do, I do. I do I, I do, I do, I do. All right. I do. You oh, guys great. Ready? that's all of us. All right. Good. Good democratic decision. No elect college here, bitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a joke about Gabe's birthday. Yeah, yeah, that's what he calls his... It's weird how he makes everybody do it that way. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, you want to go to his birthday and give you a present, but you can't. You have to give a present to somebody else, and they have to bring it to him. They bring it to them, because a bunch of slave owners decided how Gabe's birthday is going to be run. <laughs> A bunch of slave owners designed a way of giving Gabe Newell presents that would enforce white supremacy for eons. <laughs> it was a club, you see. It was, they wanted to be the only club that really decides Gabe's birthday, and so they kind of set up a whole system where you all think you're deciding Gabe's birthday, but it's really just some big wigs who own people. Yeah, and even the most charitable, <laughs> the most charitable read of the scenario really is that about nine to ten counties in the. And we're back, and we're ready to recap. Wow, and we're Jeremy, back. great riff. That was a great <laughs> metaphor. <laughs> the title of this episode is Piccolo Reborn, Frieza's Second Transformation. I would just like to say up top, damn, it feels good to just have regular Dragon Ball Z style fighting. Mwah. It's just yes. Yes. this episode is nonstop hits. It's like you remember when they used to sell those CDs on the TV? And it's uh I feel like this is like Dragon Ball's version of Fired Up. It's like Fired Up, get fired up with twelve discs of nonstop fissies and punchies. Oh, I thought just, you were gonna say it's it's like the Dragon Ball it's like now that's what I call Dragon Ball volume that's what I call twenty. Dragon Ball. Yeah. Because it's just the good stuff. I think it's like when they give you, like if you were going to show somebody Dragon Ball for the first time, this is what you would show them. And it is in that way analogous to when you try cocaine on the street and the first hit is free, baby. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, For those not following, I don't know why you're listening to this. Uh, <laughs> it's opening Where up. Did you, I'm sorry. Did you just come to listen to Gabe's birthday? Because that part is over. <laughs> We're done talking about yeah. that now. Now it is Dragon Ball Z Kai, yeah. episode 39. It's time yeah. to give the good people what they deserve, which is a distraction 
for from once Gabe's from Gabe's birthday. Just really one like, space in this fucking world you can escape from Gabe's out birthday. The <laughs> Put the candles down. His birthday is just so <laughs> physically strenuous to sit through because there's just so many people giving their opinions on his birthday and how it should be. And I just want some Dragon Ball, baby. Let's go. We're opening it up. Uh, Piccolo has just arrived from the other side of the planet where he was accidentally wished to to fight Frieza. If you guys don't remember, Piccolo is one guy, but he also has a second guide inside of him now, and that's why he's super duper strong. That guy's name? Jesus Christ. (laughs) Uh, He's inside all of us. (laughs) Gohan... Krillin and Vegeta are our Greek chorus this episode, just kind of floating to the side going, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh, no. Although they play a very key role because you wouldn't really know what's happening yes. if they weren't there. Yeah. Um. So Krillin is staring at Piccolo, who at the end of last episode announced that he's going to fright Frieza all by himself. He goes, he's- Frieza, we're talking about Form 2 Frieza, who has already once killed Krillin. All yeah. the way to until he died by goring him like a bull all the way through <laughs> his whole body. It was gnarly and super cool. I was thinking, like, I'd really like a t-shirt with that image on it, just, like, curling all bleeding out. It's so He's good. licking the blood off his nasty Frieza face. Yeah. Ugh. Give it to me. Ugh. Krillin says he's fighting alone. He has no idea what he's getting into. And Gohan, a five-year-old boy who is in war time, says, no... No, he's, like, super strong, and he's my real dad, so he wouldn't fight unless he knew he could win. And Vegeta goes, literally, nothing has changed. Uh, (laughs) It's just like Vegeta to underestimate a Z-warrior of color. I mean, we really see everybody's ignorance is coming out this episode. Also, I want to say I'm not going to cover this in the episode because it's totally superfluous, but every time the gang reacts to something, there's also a cut of Goku in the recovery tank going, yes. saying the same exact thing they say. So like in this shot, it goes to Goku for a second. He goes, huh, I guess that energy's Piccolo. Literally contributes nothing to this yeah, fucking you just, episode. Like, just in case you were curious, like is Goku with it? Does he get what's going on? Is he going to have to be caught up when he gets here? Yeah. Yeah, we actually had an episode that was just Goku in the tank guessing what's happening, but it didn't cut together very well, so what's we funny too to is split like, that up. That was, was like it? an experimental episode. Like We went to the director's nephew who just graduated from NYU, directed it, and it was like <laughs> really no good. Was it like it's just t- Goku in the tank. It was like two just episodes ago too that Goku was saying like i don't know if i have time to wait until i heal all the way i gotta get out there now and then it's yeah. like two then episodes piccolo later he's like up. gee is that piccolo yeah because <laughs> yeah, piccolo showed up and he's like okay great I, I i should stay in the tank yeah you know <laughs> it would Go- be irresponsible <laughs> goku's just in the tank on his cell phone like someone should stop all these freezes everyone join the anti-freeza protest right now Get off your phones and go. I'm here, but you you should go. Yeah. It's over by the Frieza Force headquarters in Bed-Stuy. Guys, uh, go meet out outside. We're all going to Times Square outside the Fox News building, and we're going to tell them what we think of Frieza. Right, <laughs> right where the money is. So, um, Frieza... So, Frieza's voice is slightly lower now because he's formed two very buff Dorito chip size Frieza. He goes, oh, well, aren't you confident? And Piccolo goes, uh, shut the hell up. And then it's just 
goes off. They immediately start firing knees and elbows and flashes of light. And like Piccolo does a cool uppercut, and it's sick. And yeah. uh, I did kind of mourn what happened to decorum when Piccolo said that, though. Oh. Because if we're going to open the door to curse words on Dragon Ball, it, they're all going to have them. They're all going to be saying them, and it's going to run the show through the mud. And it's a slippery slope, too. You know, you start out with, like, Vegeta calling someone bastard, and, like, before you know it, you know, someone's saying you know. slurs. Someone's saying something that's too much. You can't, Someone, you can't let, like, we have characters, like, like, you can't give Mr. Satan that sort of, like, blank check, you know? Four years ago, do you think Piccolo would have been saying hell on television? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. Now, what has happened to our country? So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Never but... mind that this aired probably five or six years ago. <laughs> What's oh, it's happened? Old, it's older than that. Well, I mean, like, the original one would have been in the 80s, but then the no, Kai, Kai would have Kai been, like... Kai is still older, you know? Yeah. It's, like, early 2000s. Sorry. Uh, Sorry, Jeremy. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, what happened to the time while you were getting high on catnip and eating candy for dinner? So, Gohan says, see, I told you you can do it, and pick uh, Dende, who is the character I feel the worst for, is just like, Piccolo's gonna bring some justice to the Namekian people. Just him and I, the only two surviving members of this entire race of people. Piccolo, uh, representation is important. You're half of people. <laughs> I need to see you on the TV. They <laughs> fight. They punch and kick and Frieza face palms Piccolo into the side of a mountain and then he like rapid fire blasts him and it's cool. And he goes, this is fun. Show yourself. He's fine, actually. I know he's fine. I'm just fucking with him. And he goes, you're a slippery Psych. one, aren't you, Mr. Grinch? And they stare at each other a long time. And then they fight again. <laughs> right. There's a lot of... Honestly, as a recap, this is kind of a tough episode. Because a lot of it's you watching the fighting and being like, oh, get him. Yeah. Nice. Oh, <laughs> Literally, yeah, it's just just like, yeah, fuck him up. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's all. This is going to go fast. <laughs> oh, right, right under his under his elbow. <laughs> Krillin goes, wow, I guess you're right, Gohan. He's mad strong. And, like, meanwhile, they're doing, like, a lot of, like, knees in the guts, fisty punchies. And they, like, go into the water. And Frieza's, like, choking out Piccolo under the water. And he's like, ugh, I'm being choked. And then Frieza flies out. And everyone's like, oh, no, Piccolo. And he, Frieza's like, he's fine. And Piccolo jumps out of the water. And Frieza's like, psych! And he blasts him into a bunch of rocks right away. The thing right now is Frieza's just so big. It makes you wonder, why not take it to the grappling? Why not start the ground game? Yeah. You know? You because gotta just, wonder. He's got to weigh like 350 pounds or something. He's, he's, got a such a, he's got a massive height advantage on everybody, even Piccolo. And Piccolo's really tall. Yeah, you should do some chain wrestling moves. Yeah, break it down. Do the fundamentals. Maybe throw in a half. <laughs> Flip him on the half. <laughs> Um, and also, not to mention how much more dangerous chain wrestling would be if you had three foot tall horns jutting out of the top of your head. Yeah. 
Oh, so after he blasts Piccolo and covers him in rocks, he's like, the last Numekian warrior is no more. And then we're like, JK, he's fine. He hops up and Frieza grabs him by the fashionable cowl and then he smirks at him and then Piccolo glows a lot. And he's like, this is my true power. And uh, he's like glittery and glowing and then he bitch slaps Frieza and he beats the shit out of him. (laughs) And this is kind of the part where the chorus comes in because if you didn't have Krillin and Gohan being like, this feels different <laughs> than before. <laughs> it all kind of looks sort of the same. Yeah. It's it's a very difficult thing to quantify before they start like putting different hair on people when they're more powerful. Yeah. It's very metafictional. Uh, at one point, right before he gets buried under the rocks, Frieza slams Piccolo by his face into a mountain, then shoots a lightning bolt into the mountain, exploding it, uh, uh, just peppering it like uh, hundreds of little beams and Piccolo disappears in an explosion and then they pause and they go you managed to dodge all of that you slippery little eel and then Piccolo says yes and it's like how I, wa- I watched the show when did he dodge Cause anything he's got that instant transmission down man because he's so quick um, Frieza now makes a really big round beam and he uh, throws it at Piccolo, but instead of dodging it, because Piccolo's so powerful now, he kind of just like throws it back at Frieza, but also puts his own spiky beam on top of it. And you're like, fuck, that's cool. And then you think he's dead, but Frieza blocked it, obviously. Yeah, really, really big episode for fans of that moment when the smoke clears and the guy is fine. Yeah, that happens literally five times. Five different times at least. That and and <sighs> everybody remarks all at once, like, "We did it! Finally, we can go home." Or like, freezes like, yeah. "And that's the end of that." <laughs> <laughs> Wrap it up, everybody! <laughs> Stick a fork in him. He's done. What are you doing after this? I was thinking about killing the rest of you. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, Dinah. <laughs> Anybody feel like Dinah? <laughs> no, just me then. Just I'll me the night at the diner. After I fry you to a crisp. Just me getting a lonesome Belgian waffle. Ooh, I'll have a milkshake. <laughs> I want a waffle. I'm hungry. Okay. I would love a waffle. God damn. God damn. Frieza. I'm Frieza. I'm at the diner and I'd like candy for dinner. <laughs> Give me your fuck. finest gummy bears. You twisted <laughs> fuck. So Frieza's mad. He floats down and has a staring contest with Piccolo. And it goes on a long time. It's like classic Dragon Ball stuff where they just stare at each other and then everyone stares at them staring and they go back to staring and they're they're like, oh, we're going to stare. And then after... Well, for those of us who've made love, I find it to be just as intimate as that. <laughs> it's all about the eye contact, two souls brushing against each other through the Japanese animation screen. I, I should... I- I should trick someone and just be like, I'm only going to sleep with you if you let me <laughs> do a do a like a solar flare at you. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Mm. Oh, but then they can't see. Exactly. Or hear. Yeah. And then yeah. at the end, you'll be like, you did have sex with me, and you were just so out of it. Well, I would rob <laughs> You don't them. even know. I would rob them. <laughs> like, oh. Um, so. That's a good idea, Katie. It is, I don't know. They can't all be good. So I thought uh, it was good. After a long silence, Frieza then does a move that can only be described as doing a dab on Piccolo and slaps yes. him around it's the a only lot. way. He dabs hard. <clears throat> he he hits the woe on Piccolo in this pivotal scene. He dabs like it's three goddamn years ago. That's how hard he dabs. What should we touchdown, do? Frieza? <laughs> what should we do? Says Gohan. You mean he wasn't fighting at full strength? And Vegeta's like, it's no good. Piccolo is under rocks. And uh, Frieza's like, sorry for the slow start. I didn't drink enough water today. <laughs> Just top build writing for you Frieza know, all around. They don't tell you nearly often enough how important a good breakfast is. <laughs> this year at the Emmys, make sure... Make sure to vote for the the writer's room over at Frieza for their <laughs> sharp wit and enduring satire. I'll tell you, I had a granola bar and a cup of coffee, and that wasn't enough. I'm thinking <laughs> Dinah. Anyone... Is anyone else thinking Dinah? <laughs> Has anyone else pointed out the um, multitudinous similarities between Frasier uh, and Frieza? Brand- mm. Brandon Reese did. Yeah, Brandon Reese did one, yeah. Well, then never mind. <laughs> homie, I don't homie mean of the it. show, Branson Reese. Oh, yeah, we should get Branson back. He's the best. Yeah, I, I love really Branson. like him. Uh, anyway. I hope he survives Gabe's birthday. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I hope we all survive Gabe's I birthday. I hope we all survive Gabe's birthday. I, I wish I had gone grocery shopping because I really didn't want to go out on Gabe's birthday for fear yeah. of physical retaliation, but oh well. Yeah, hey, uh, you're going to have to, I suppose, or get delivery. You know, people are still working on Gabe's birthday. Yeah, true. but what if you get delivery and then they're like, surprise, I'm a Gabe supporter, and they <laughs> kick in your door. <laughs> they're like, nice purple hair, bitch. It's blue. <laughs> uh, okay, wait. Piccolo.com isn't going to save you now. Also, it's $17. Piccolo spits. For an entree? (laughs) That seems a little high. Piccolo spits at Frieza's response, and he takes off his heavy clothes. They're so heavy, and he cracks his neck in his hands, and you're like, oh, I bet that feels really good. And then he goes, I've been holding back, too. And, uh... Freeze is like, LOL, what? And the gang's like, all right, Piccolo wears heavy clothes. They're so heavy. They're, yeah. they're heavy clothes. Extremely underwhelming uh, show here where it's like, Freeze's like, I've been holding back power. It does a full transformation that involves like bone crunching noises. And then his Piccolo's head gets like, long. Yeah, Piccolo's like, me too. And he takes off his cape. <laughs> Yeah, my hat was seven pounds. How heavy Still could they possibly the be? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we could skip over it because to that part, like, there's actually a whole other thing here of another fake out where, like, you know, 
Piccolo is like, this land is stolen, and he becomes all glittery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, <laughs> you know, they fight, and he, he punches Frieza, and they- I'd like to acknowledge after, this special beam cannon is taking place on stolen land. Yeah, as they're falling <laughs> from the sky, Piccolo does, like, a gotcha bitch and, like, throws them in the ground. And I'm like, how are all these people always talking while they're fly- falling? Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So I would like to fight, but first, my rap about Thanksgiving <laughs> and how it should be called Shitsgiving. <laughs> Thanks, killing. <laughs> so yeah, they wait, once again they're like, "Oh, Freeze is dead," and then Freeze is fine, of course, and he's like, "Like I said, that was only an amuse bouge of my power. Uh, did you know I could transform?" I'm just going to do it because I keep talking about it and it seems like you don't understand. So I'm going to transform now. And he transforms and it's really gross and crunchy and like it seems really painful. It's fantastic. It's so gross. His head gets... It does... I mean, somebody pointed this out before. I think it was Chad last week, but uh, he he is a copyright infringement of the alien monster from the hit movie Alien. (laughs) Yeah. Except he has big muscular arms and legs, which I guess is where you're watching Alien. You're like, he doesn't look that strong. And like a big impractical shoulder pad things. And like, the thing that I kept thinking in this episode is like, how did they not think like this is second form? The big muscly guy is third form. Because how want, did they not they even to do a bait and switch? This should be the last form, I think. No, this. I like that his last form is like sleek and and like you know it looks like it's efficient, but it's I'm it, like it just, a Tesla. But between the two. The big muscly guy looks way more powerful, and they clearly got it almost immediately when they did this, and they were like, this is stupid. We should just move on. <laughs> he doesn't move good. He looks really impractical. <laughs> yeah, just over at the Dragon I, Ball I writer's room goes, after they've oh, already made two of that different to me, and Vegeta's like, you're a fucking idiot. What are you, stupid? Look at how long his head is. <laughs> Vegeta's like, literally, just try a little bit, Krillin. <laughs> What are you even doing here? <laughs> Couldn't they have oh, sent, spent the, the talking cat with the walking stick? <laughs> I don't know, God. He doesn't look different to uh, me. Oh, never mind. I was looking at a rock. fly him because he's like, well, I'm so quick like a bunny rabbit. And Freeze is like, now I'm oh. fast too, bitch. Uh, Piccolo gets pumped full of beams. Gohan flies after him to help. And then Krillin's like, I got to get Gohan. And Vegeta's like, no, the only way your useless ass can help is if you beat me to an inch of my life so Dende can bring me back to life and I'll be a little bit stronger. Yes. And he's like, okay. And then the announcer comes on and it's like, will this five-year-old child beat Frieza for his pretend daddy? Can Krillin do anything helpful? Find out next week on Dragon Ball Z. Okay. I love I love the fucking Zenkai boost shit. It's so funny that it's like it's just like a, I want you to hit me as hard as you can. Yeah. Do Go fight ahead. club to me, boy. Do fight club to me. Think of me not as Vegeta, but as Jared Leto with a beautiful <laughs> face waiting to be smashed. <laughs> Just do it. Maybe you're pissed off about your gig in insurance. <laughs> he points to a picture of Goku on the wall. He's like, is that what a man looks like? 
And I know they did this on purpose. Very funny. They gave Brad Pitt that line in that movie. I know. The, the hottest man. The world's the sexiest man. <laughs> Who's like ripped beyond any comprehension in that movie, too. Like even more so than usual. <laughs> his his like muscles look sharp. It's weird. Yeah. It's I don't know ridiculous. what light He's, effect that is. He just didn't have water for like an entire month. Yeah. Right. It's well, that be. was part of the house is you could only drink Bud Light because yeah. of the rev- the, how the house works. That's right. Well, hey let's... guys, if you haven't seen Fight Club, check out hey, check Fight, out Fight Club. Club. Big plug for Fight Club. <laughs> anyway, let's rate the episode. Do an email and get out of here. Katie, yeah. out of seven Dragon Balls. I'm going to give it six out of seven. It was a near perfect episode with lots of fisties and punchies and fisties and punchies some more. The yeah. only reason it doesn't have... Um, a full seven is it did get a little annoying that they did the ah he's actually fine reveal like five times in a row i was yeah. like you know what you get you can do that to me twice it's dragon ball but like we don't need like a million of these but besides that it was a great episode Alex. not five honey um i agree with katie a hundred percent it's gonna be six out of seven because it doesn't have that wow factor that gets you that last ball no one's summoning the dragon at the end of this grand tour but you get some top-notch dragon ball fighting and it's enough to get your beak wet and maybe the the wet beak of another bird if you're trying to show a bird the show and maybe their beak could get wet and they'd come back wouldn't they wouldn't that be a treat for them of the worm yeah, we're birds. Well, I'm gonna Six have to. Uh, I'm gonna have to concur with my uh, with my colleagues here and uh, say, yeah, six out of seven Dragon Balls. Very fine action. Very good fisties, punchies, and of course beamies. But uh, yeah, I realized in this episode for the first time possibly ever that uh, third form Frieza sucks uh, major ass. I kind of I always liked it because it was like the weird one that like didn't get touched on for very long. And like it kind of felt like a like a contrarian take in my youth to be like, yeah, third form is the coolest one. Uh, But now as an adult uh, with with wisdom behind my eyes and gray in my beard, I have to say, (laughs) wow, what a piece of shit transformation that is. Whoa. Uh, they were right to only do two episodes with it. Hot takes Hammond. Come on. You don't like <laughs> even at the end. We didn't. I don't think we really fleshed this out. But Frieza, when he's beating up Piccolo at the end, is shooting these tiny, tiny little beams that are they're not like finger beams. They come out of like two fingers at a time. Yeah. And he throws them at you like he's doing Salt Bay. Mm-hmm. Out of like every limb on his body, he's just salt baying Piccolo. Yeah, to death no, he for does. Minutes. He does cool stuff in third form, but the form itself is is garbage. I think maybe if he made more use out of how big his head is, but maybe what would use that is there? Well, what use is uh, what use is there? What's the practical use of many of these Dragon Ball yeah. moves? Maybe he does a flip and hits you with a long head. Well, but that's the thing, though, right? Is that like his second form, he gets big and beefy and you're like, I understand he's much stronger now, you know, and then his last form, he's like all like skinny and and svelte and like they take all the little sharp edges off of him. You're like, he seems more aerodynamic, very efficient, you know, (laughs) very smooth Frieza. This one, you're just like, wow, very long head, might I say, sir. Well, and and he is also he reminds us of the terror we experienced in the hit movie Alien 1983. 
Correct. <laughs> yeah, that was. They should have done a predator one. That would have been sick. Am I third and a half form with dreadlocks? <laughs> and I don't care that they're appropriating. I think it's funny. I don't care that I'm white. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Frieza. Respect my neck. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> we never should have let Frieza host Saturday Night Live. What a mistake. All right. Well, this has been a great, uh, great episode. Let's do an email and get out of here. It's time for Dragon Give me some of that Dragon This week's Dragon Mail is from Ian. Um, hey, ballers. Hi. Long Hello. time, second time. Upon listening to my last email that you read, in parentheses, the blimp one. <laughs> uh, sorry for seeming so unhinged. I needed an <laughs> editor. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what time you guys will read this, if ever. But for me, it's the end of October, and obviously politics is all I can think about and the thing that haunts me the most. Recently, Mayor Pete has had something of a glow up, being the Fox News reply guy that libs love, and that's very annoying to see on a timeline. Uh, which made me laugh to remember you guys seem to discover him in GT episode 32, where after Bernie announced his presidential candidacy in February or March of 2019, you guys decided to match all the Dem candidates as DBZ characters. Jeremy couldn't pronounce his name, laughed at the idea of him. Alex called him Pete Bootleg all episode. <laughs> and Katie said he seemed like a blackface in his past type. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you ended up casting him as Vegeta's brother or a knockoff figure of no importance. Very Correct. good episode. <laughs> Absolutely nailed it. Yeah, My I really internet... do feel like we kind of fucking nailed that one. <laughs> My internet experience is so curated that I didn't know that Buttigieg was back on the scene. And also, I don't think it's considered a glow up because Libs loved Mayor Pete. Yeah, they, they loved like, him before, but now Pete. he's like epic Pete. Now he's betrayed Ugh. Pete. He's like Punished that time. Pete. He's like that time that they tried to do an action game with Mickey Mouse that wasn't Kingdom Hearts. You remember they did Epic oh Mickey? Oh my God! It's yeah. called like Ink Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> where the gritty reboot where Mickey Ooh. fucking murders a guy. <laughs> he goes yeah, to prison. RPG he goes to prison. He's got a fucking. He's got to beat the shit out of the fucking the the king from the Little Mermaid to show everyone that he's not a bitch. You go out to work at the office after hours, having some pints with you and the rest of the staff of your office over at the Lion King. On the way home, you think it's okay to take the shortcut to the dark alley. Who's there? It's Mickey Mouse, and he's on drugs. <laughs> it's Epic Mickey, and he's tweaking, man. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you guys got any? Hey, you got you got some ch some change for for a Vietnam War vet? Oh, I'm I'm sorry. Um, I I have to go. I oh, you sure? Don't fucking lie to me! Don't fucking no! Don't lie to me, you fucking bitch! <laughs> I have an I apple. I will fucking stab you with this broken bottle I found. I want this apple. <laughs> I will dump you in the fucking dumpster behind Long John Silver's. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. But he's still Don't the you Mickey you know and love. 
Still got that Mickey quality too. Epic Mickey. <laughs> anyway, uh, the email ends. Uh, my question is, oh. you're now the governor, but you can only make changes <laughs> that improve the lives of the cats of your jurisdiction. What three things would you change to support the felines in your community? Alex, I will begin with you. Okay, great question. First thing, I'm going to have a separate bin for meat. If you throw away meat, that's going in a bin, and that bin tops off all times, okay? Except I can't tell you how many cats I've witnessed in Bushwick eating cake, uh, a food they should never have, and just this one change alone would completely transform the cat community. Mm -hmm. hey, thank you for your question. Katie? Um, I would make it that, uh, you know how they do those, like, parkway days where they like shut down the street and there's yeah. like chairs and stuff there's just gonna be a hot car in the middle <laughs> of the street <laughs> and they can come sit on the car they can just sit yeah. on the car they can sit under it yeah you know find options. different ways to like situate themselves to get yeah. a little bit of heat on one part of the body but not yeah. the whole thing so i would do like a like a every other week hot car weekend yeah and people can't bother the cats on the hot car. That's illegal. No. And yeah. they will be killed by one of NYPD's finest <laughs> for bothering the car. Even eventually at the end of the day when the hot cars attracted too many cats and they start doing all their unseemly cat things we like to turn a blind eye to in the street. <laughs> yeah. We're pro-cat, pro-cop, pro-America. Yeah. Well... I think uh, everybody knows what my answer is going to be, but uh, just to make it very explicit. Legalize Woo! it, yes. bitch. Universal <laughs> basic catnip. Dude, you guys want to go sit on the hot car? <laughs> you guys ever think about like fish? Oh, what? Oh, they're so wet. You, you always hear about tuna. You hear about I'm always, I'm always going for the fish, and I love the fish, but I hate the water. I hate it so much. Is anyone else? It feels wet. That's so true. That's one of those true things. Anyway, that was a very good question. I hope we answered it when we're ready. So we deserve this off of the fucking rat race. Because I want to eat them. Because I want to eat them. <laughs> hey, one of those rats gonna come to me. That's what yeah. I want to know. I was a cat. All right. Well, that was a great question. Fantastic stuff. Uh, Ian, you have redeemed yourself for your strange bl uh, blimp question. You, uh, sir, win the internet. You win the internet for today, oh, good sir. Oh, Might oh, I gift you Reddit oh, silver oh, if I had oh, some money to boo, spare? Boo, 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 I would boo, get boo, you gold. Boo! Boo! <laughs> boo. Mm, might mm. I tip you a React? Maybe Alex react was right. Every day is frightening. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, well, folks, thanks for listening, and uh, you know, get out there and uh, celebrate Gabe's birthday. <laughs>
happy celebrate. Gabe's birthday. Happy birthday, Gabe Newell. Let's uh, all Colin do our Kaepernick. plugs at the same time because I'm yeah. tired. All right. right. Uh, one, two, three. You can find me, me on Twitter at Katie Rose or on Instagram. I failed as a comedian. Oh, all I ever podcast. Just click on them. You know, you should you know where like they are. Hands up. You're in one of them right now. Energy to baby Nico. Things are going I'm never going to have insurance. He's never going to have insurance. And, uh, you know, someday the government's going to let us around on those. You should go to our Patreon because at some point the government's going to have to let us withdraw that money again. And it's been <laughs> so difficult and I need it gonna, so badly. They have to. There's, what are they going to do? They're going to keep it forever. They're going to keep it. They're going to buy their own candy, have it for dessert. <laughs> and that's been all from yep. us. That's it for this week. Join us next week. Super. Hey.